take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Check us out online at couplesynergy.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experiences working with thousands of couples for over 15 years. Everyone says you need to work on a relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of with the partner they fell in love with. In this episode, Jean and I will be talking about the topic of infertility, which is a big topic in today's day and age. Ugh, it's so painful. It is, it is the most powerlessness feeling as a therapist to try and help someone with this issue. In an article called 12 Mind-Blowing Stats About Everyone Should Know About Infertility by Sahaj Akoli, they say that 60% of couples will conceive without medical assistance. One in eight couples are struggling with infertility issues. You know, the thing is that it's a, it's a self-diagnosable thing. And the only real symptom is you're not getting pregnant. And the number of women between 15 and 44 in the U.S. who have difficulty getting a staying pregnant is 7.4 million. Wow. Which is really, really big. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there any stati statistics about today versus 100 years ago? Or is that have been a constant thing or you don't know that? I, d I don't know that. Yeah. I know that because of the hormones in cows... It has changed the development of girls. So girls are growing up or they're developing physically sooner and they're having bigger breasts because of the hormones that are in the cows. So other things are changing our physical structure as well. So I would guess that the type of world we live in with modern medication and processing of foods has probably, I would guess, increased that statistic. Well, it's affecting men equally. Yeah. You know, the average or the estimated percentage of, of men seeking out a fertility doctor because of issues is 7.5% of men. Of men. Right. So 7.5% of men and how many for women? Well, it's 7.4 million women are having difficulty getting and staying pregnant. That's 12% of all women. Okay. And that's that's according to the CDC. Yeah. So typically from the couples that we've worked with, they sort of bump into this issue because they would like to have a child and they're not getting pregnant and then they go in and, and try to get some help, right? And you can hear in the stories that, you know, beginning that process is so like, is, especially for women, well, it's got to be for both because it's a couple, but every single month after that becomes a pickup and a letdown and a potential and a falling apart. And then you know what everybody tells them to do? Just relax. 
Right. <laughs> Just relax. Just it, let it happen. Right. I, I think it would be easier if it, if it didn't cost an arm and a leg just to just to go through infertility right. treatments. I mean, it's, it's incredibly expensive. Yeah. And so all your hope is just focused on this next treatment working. Mm hmm. And then and then they have that added stress of, OK, it's this moment we have to go have sex. That's so sexy. <laughs> it just becomes a job then, yeah. you know, and a lot of the couples that we see coming in that are going through IVF and, you know, other infertility treatments, they're just so stressed out mm -hmm. and they're so distant from each other too. Yeah. It just becomes a chore. And I know for, for the men and what they, you know, express to me is, is that they just feel so much pressure and they feel so much guilt you know, especially if they're the ones that are kind of struggling, if they're the ones that are struggling, that, the that are having, yeah, the, you know, issue with infertility. So then they feel kind of let down. They feel responsible, you know, and they see their wife going through so much pain. Yeah. So much pain, so much emotional strife. I mean, the, the hormonal ups oh, and yeah. downs. You throw the hormones on top of that. Oh, it, my God. Those, they're crazy. Yeah. And so they feel guilty all around. Mm -hmm. And and I'm sure that powerless feeling as well. Right. You right. know, and, and women feel a lot of shame. Like my body is designed specifically to do this one thing and it, it's not, it's not doing it. And I don't know why. And I mean, I've seen these women and they just get vigilant about every piece of food they put in their mouth and they eat as clean as they can. And they, they just like everything gets so extreme discipline in their world because they're trying so hard to have some control over something they don't have any control over. And it, it never ceases to amaze me that, you know, when they're struggling and going through these, these treatments and trying to have a baby, they're just surrounded by friends and family who are just popping out babies left and right. Absolutely. It's a law of attraction, right? Right. It's like when you buy a car and you see it everywhere. Yeah. Like you're focused on that and everybody's pregnant. You know, and, and of course they're at childbearing years. And so everyone they work with is around the same age and they're all having those babies and super painful. I think the situation that I've seen the greatest amount of pain in is when a woman has previously had an abortion and she feels like she's being punished. Oh, yes. Yeah. And what I would say to that is if that were true, then why are people who are addicted to drugs getting pregnant and having babies and they don't have that issue, right? Or some other things. I mean, it's it seems like you're trying to connect something that should be logical, but it isn't, it, it, it's not. So, I mean, what you're talking about here is that finding a, a higher spiritual meaning mm -hmm. for the struggle that you're going through. Right, yeah. You know, I do energy work with my clients and I will not do hypnosis or energy work around this topic. I think there is such a huge spiritual component to bringing a, a, a human being into this world that I, I don't know, me personally, I, I have a hard time messing with that. What I have seen, and kudos to the acupuncturists out there, is a lot of, a lot of women go in for acupuncture and that helps a lot. You know, whether it calms them down, whether it opens up their their reproductive system. I don't really know exactly how it works, but I've seen people do that and find a lot of benefit with that. Well, here, here's an interesting statistic here, and that is that 20% of infertility cases 
have no identifiable known cause. Yeah, we know very little about it. Right. Including miscarriages. They don't know why people miscarry either. Right. And so that would really cause a lot of strife in a, in a couple's relationship if they don't know why they're not getting pregnant and they're trying everything that they can and they're going to medically assisted, you know, resources and it's still not working. You know, that that is that's a huge blow to your ego. Yeah. Right. I can't say enough about the pain of it. And and it's like torture tortured thoughts constantly and you can't not not think about it which is what everyone says just don't think about it and just let it happen <laughs> just just be natural <laughs> and then you know we've heard some of our couples say you know there is nothing a man can do at a time like that to comfort a woman right and i think that's what drives the relationship to kind of turn on each other or distance themselves for each, from each other because you look at your partner and all you see is their pain. What, what I've found very interesting are the couples that we've worked with, right, that may be going through infertility treatments and failed infertility treatments, and they, they're so distant from their spouse, right? It has caused more of this emotional distance. And so we work with them to close that gap, mm -hmm. to get reconnected again. And through that process, some of them have chosen not to go ahead with infertility treatments. Maybe they stop it. Maybe they say to themselves, we're going to take a break and, you know, kind of just focus on a relationship. And then they get pregnant naturally. Well, you know, that's what they say. Just don't think about it. Right, right. But it just amazes me, you know, when they stop putting that pressure on themselves and they just, you know, don't focus on making sure that this next treatment is going to work. And they really find that connection within, right, that greater sense of purpose and meaning. It, it seems like then that's when their bodies are able to actually allow it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. If If you're going to choose treatment, you should also have a game plan of a time frame, you know, of what you think would be, you know, giving it the best shot and then accepting the outcome after that. Because I think it's, it's that trying and trying and trying that, that becomes so incredibly painful and, and have a second option because, you know, we're not in control at all. And so it's people that have that second option that were like, okay, we're going to do this for six months. If it doesn't work, we're going to start the home study for, uh, adoption, for adoption right. or whatever the other plans are, you know, and I think that is, I think that helps them stay grounded and not flail so much. Right. I mean, this is definitely a long game, right? Right. Whether you're going through, you know, infertility treatments or whether you're also, you know, moving towards adoption, mm -hmm. you know, and the, the couple that we interviewed, they went through both, right? you know, and they talk about, you know, all of the difficulties going through, you know, both, right? right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what you're talking about here is setting a time frame is very important because the average cost of a single cycle of, of IVF treatment is $12,400. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And I, I want to say that adoption is not any cheaper. Like forty, fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a very expensive problem to have, and and it's emotionally painful. It's financially costly. 
And spiritually. Spiritually, yeah, it's a big deal. It, it is a struggle spiritually as mm-hmm. well. Which I think is the only place you can resolve it from. Because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason for things. Obviously, if there were, the medical field would have figured some more stuff out, right? And so it really is that spiritual piece and turning on yourself and turning on your partner is the exact opposite of the healing process. And when I say spiritually, I mean, people with a spiritual belief would start to question it. Absolutely. Oh, right? sure. For sure. A hundred percent. You would, you would have to figure out something else to believe in order to resolve this. Whatever your, your current belief system is, doesn't hold up to whatever you have to grow into in order to resolve this especially for women around this whole topic of childbirth and getting pregnant or birthing, there's so much incredible amount of shame. And it doesn't matter if you had a natural home birth or if you had a C-section or if you can't get pregnant, whatever it is, every woman feels like they didn't do it well enough. It's a trauma to go through childbirth. You know, as a human being, when you experience that level of pain, you shrink inside yourself. It's just, it's just how it is. So does it matter if someone's beating you or if your body's ripping itself out, uh, ripping itself open for a baby to come out, you know, you still, that pain causes you to feel like weak and vulnerable and shame. And shame has the lowest frequency of all emotions, right? Right, And it's just kind of self-deprecating and mm-hmm. just implosion, yeah. right? Whereas I think guys are going through the, the feeling of guilt and powerlessness. Like they can't fix something. They can't change something, right? Which is their MO is focusing on what can I do to fix this? I think too, men don't feel like their feelings should matter at all. Because what she's going through is so big that he shouldn't burden her with what he's also experiencing. And I think that's a big mistake. Right. And they just kind of put her in charge. Yeah. You know, you're in charge. You tell me what you need. You tell me what I need to do. You know, just just give me a step-by-step process. And that just starts the imbalance in the relationship right off the bat. Yep. So this is really a difficult topic. It's something a whole bunch of people are dealing with. And what I would really want to say to the couples out there that are wanting to get pregnant or that have birthed and feel shame around that is, I don't think we know enough for you to judge yourself like that. And we know that in your heart is what you really, really, really want is, is love and connection. And, you know, shame means that you are a bad person and guilt means that you've done something wrong. And, it just, there's just no place for it in any of this. And learning to love yourself through that and learning to accept that if you could have done something wrong and you can fix it and that would help you have a baby, that would be great, but it's not true. It's a lie. It's a lie that you've done anything to make this what you went through in your life and come to a place of acceptance and forgiveness. Trust the process. You know, having listened to Brian and Erica share their journey of adoption and infertility, I I think they totally trust the process and they feel like their family is complete. Regardless of what other people think, Mm -hmm. you know, about their, regardless of what people think about their infertility treatments or whether what people think about adoption, it, it really has no place, you know, in 
their life or, or in your life out there if you're struggling with that. Right. Right. This is a choice and decisions that are made between you and your significant other. And and that's where it should remain. Right. I, I've never gone through that experience of one trying to get pregnant. I accidentally got pregnant twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never gone through a miscarriage. And I don't think I, I personally can really appreciate the pain of what people go through when they have those experiences. I think the closest I got to it was when my sister miscarried and, and seeing how much pain, how painful that was. And I kind of feel like, you know, prior to that experience, I don't think I could really appreciate when I'd hear other women go through miscarrying of the devastation of that. And it is, it's a, it's a really painful thing. So it's, it's a journey. There's a lot of pain on this walk of infertility and be very kind to yourself and be kind to your partner and try to love each other through it. I want to thank you for listening to Couple Synergy today and on the topic of infertility. We hope that by listening to this episode, it was not only beneficial for your life, but also for your relationship. For all you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life, synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Kedkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Kedkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. <laughs>